Welcome to the Holistic Healing Connection podcast with your host, holistic practitioner and mentor, Amber Cook. Join Amber and her guests weekly for insight and practical tips to help you succeed on your path to wellness. This episode is sponsored by HealingWays.com, nurturing business, cultivating health, growing community. Your one-stop holistic health resource, HealingWaze.com. Hi, I'm Amber Cook. I've spent my life practicing and experimenting with holistic and alternative healthcare because I believe it is the real healthcare, the way to well-being. So stick around because your holistic healing connection starts right now. Work on being the happiest and healthiest version of you because if you do that, everything else will fall into place. That's a quote from my friend and Healing Ways, Kansas City Representative Ashley Rainsberger. Ashley is a certified health, life, and leadership coach, and she's also training to become a Reiki master practitioner. You're going to enjoy this conversation today as we talk about how to discern your intuition from just your thoughts, how to find the confidence to lead others when you're an introvert or you come from a challenging background. And she gives us some intentional journaling pointers for health, wellness, and success. Thanks for joining me today and my awesome guest, Ashley Rainsberger. She's a certified health life leadership coach. She's also training to become a Reiki master practitioner. Ashley lives near Kansas City, Missouri, and is actually Healing Ways' newest holistic connection host. If you want to find out more about that, you can go to healingways.com slash events. And you can also work with Ashley wherever you are. So you don't have to be in Kansas City to see her. Uh, Technology is awesome. So uh, you can work with her online, over the phone, various ways to get in touch with Ashley. And she'll share that at the end. Um, But first, let's just start uh, telling our listeners a little bit um, about you, Ashley. Thanks for being here. Uh, tell us a little bit about your mission and your passion. Hey, Amber. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, and I love to be here. Um, I, I am a. I used to. I started out as a health and a life coach, and I really switched into to leadership coaching more for new entrepreneurs. Um, and I really did that because I saw kind of a gap in like the mindset that new entrepreneurs have when they're starting, you know, this kind of business, whether it's, you know, a health business or health and coaching business or or some other kind of new like service based business. I really wanted to help others like kind of heal that mindset that they have going into it, so it doesn't have to be such a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, I also I'm really into, you know, energy healing and, and Reiki and all the cool like holistic things. That's I got that from starting it in health coaching. And while like kind of like the business stuff with like the energy healing, they don't seem to really go together. The the energy stuff has really helped me like hone in on my my intuition and use that in my coaching. Um, mm-hmm. and when I when I say that I help them with mindset, I really have a deep like passion to help people heal the beliefs about like who they are because I feel like if you can do that then like everything gets better and it doesn't matter if you're life coaching or business coaching or or health coaching it comes down to like what we believe about ourselves according to you know what we can actually make possible in our lives yeah beautiful and I haven't known you very long but in the short time that I've known you um 
as you get deeper into your Reiki training, I think I've noticed a lot of big changes in you already. Um, definitely in your own mindset, I think for yourself. And I think it's helping you, uh, you know, bring all these different pieces of your passion and your mission together. Uh, when are you planning on rolling out the uh, Reiki practice? Yeah, I've already started. I've started okay. to do it like locally. Um, and I've noticed, I've noticed that I really kind of love too. like, I've loved that element of being in person because so much of what I do is, is virtual. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm doing it locally right now. And then I'm soon to be moving on to like the distance learning phase. So I'm going to be offering it online as well. Hopefully I think that happens within the next couple months. So cool. Okay. So sometime this summer. Yeah, probably. Okay. Exciting. One yeah. more service for you to offer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. And I really, I really love it. It's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what do you love so much about Reiki? What is, what is it done? What has it done for you personally besides help you with your mindset? It has, it's just, it's, it's gotten me so connected to just my intuition and who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. And I think we, whenever we're making decisions, like whenever we're trying to do things like in life and in business, we're always, I think we don't realize how much we come from like that scarcity mindset, how much mm -hmm. we're living the fear. And if you're like deeply connected to your intuition, you really kind of turn that on its head and you start to listen to what is it that I really want? What are the things that I would really do if I wasn't so scared? Mm -hmm. And why am I so scared? Like, where does that come from? Does mm -hmm. it come from experience I had as a child? Does it come from, you know, something embarrassing that happened to me as an adult? Like, it's just helped me figure out who I am and why I do the things that I do. And in doing that, I kind of have figured out my own patterns. So, so I can see like when I'm starting to sabotage myself, mm -hmm. um, I kind of stop and take a breath and realize, you know, well, what am I doing? Why am I doing that? And then I can recalibrate, <laughs> can refigure <laughs> out you know, like, okay, what direction do I really want to go in if I'm not listening to my fear and I am listening to my intuition? That's awesome. So it sounds like it's given you the ability to easily recognize those things more so than you did before. And you can, I think that's the first step, right? Is just recognizing that. And that can be hard enough for a lot of people. Yeah. And then to come back to what you know, what you've been taught, uh, the energy within and, and the energy brought from, from source. Um, yeah. Reiki sounds like it's been just super pow powerful for you. And I'm sure you're going to put that onto your, onto your clients and help them even more. Um, you said intuition. So I want to talk about that because I know that that's something you like to talk about is trusting mm -hmm. your, yourself, your intuition, um, not only in life, but also in business. And they're just interconnected. Definitely. Um, so why is it so important? I think you kind of mentioned that a little bit in what you said about Reiki. Um, and also, I guess, really important because I get this question a lot as well. How does someone tell if it's their intuition versus their, just their thoughts? You know, all the different thoughts running through our head. It's like, well, I thought that maybe I should pull into that store and do this or that. But then later realized that maybe that was my intuition telling me to do that. Because if I had done that, 
this would have happened. You know, it's just, you go into this questioning cycle. I know a lot of people do. How, how does someone figure out, is that my intuition or am I just thinking something crazy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I think first of all, it's like so important. It's so important to connect to your intuition because it's really like your guidance system. Like you're either, you're either moving through life, like listening to your joy or you're moving through life listening to your fear. And I think when you think of what we do have to do is we have to become aware of our thoughts. And a lot of us go through life never doing that, never ever becoming the thinker of our thoughts. Mm -hmm. And we're all gonna have like those first thoughts, right? Like, oh, I'm, I'm not good enough or I'm too scared to do this or, um, you know, or, you know, making a judgment about somebody else. Like we all have those first initial thoughts. You really become like a, kind of a master of your intuition when you take a moment to have a second thought about the first thought. Like, where did that thought come from? Mm. Why am I feeling the fear? Why am I feeling the judgment? Um, Cause I think, I mean, as far as like thoughts go, I think you're either listening, you're either listening to your scarcity mind or you're mm -hmm. listening abundant mind so I mean with everyday like regular things I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to decide here if intuition really applies to like every thought or if we, <laughs> we just tap into it when it's like those big decisions or when it's something we're just not sure we want to do but but we want to do I think we really just have to pay attention to why we think the way that we think mm. if that makes sense yeah just, as far as like like practical like tips go I think this is something that my coach taught me is if you're having to like make a decision like mm -hmm. you need to make a decision and you really want to rely on your intuition mm -hmm. close your eyes and really like feel into your body like imagine have the two outcomes and imagine each outcome separately and close your eyes and really connect to that outcome and see where you feel that in your body because a lot of times if you're feeling it in your head then that means you're overthinking it or you're trying to overanalyze it or you're trying to be really logical about it. Mm. Um, you're listening to the fear. But if you feel if you feel it like somewhere else in your body, that usually is an indication that it's it's more deeply connected to your intuition to like that guidance system that you have. Does that um, make sense? Okay. It's kind yeah. of hard to explain like mm -hmm. intuition where that comes from because it's different for every person. But but that's what it's kind of show, how it showed up for me. Yeah. And do you... Do you sometimes say, I know myself, the things that show up a little bit quieter hmm. are usually the things that um, I feel are coming from intuition, right? Like, yeah. you should call that person. And I'm like, hmm, am I just, you know, am I just missing them and think I should call them? Is there a deeper meaning to this? And it's usually, it's just when that little, it's like a quieter or like, oh, I'm really missing this person. I should call them. That's, I feel like just coming from me missing that person. But when it's like a, I almost hear it, like you should call so-and-so. That no, for me, that. yeah, that usually ends up being, I really need, all of a sudden I get an email from that person or a text. They're going through something really hard. And I'm like, I knew I should have called. Like, No, I totally I, agree. Yeah. Like something, something in quotes told me earlier that I needed to call you. Um, no, I totally get that too. Like I'll have a weird, like just a thought of a client, like I should send a client a message right now, or I'll have a thought of like my cousin, I should send him a text message right now, or just random thoughts that we have that 
if you pay attention to like normal everyday life, most people don't follow through on those things. Mm -hmm. Like most people are just like, oh, I'm just, I'm just thinking about them. I don't really want to put the effort into reaching out or whatever. Yeah. But that really is like, that is like the subtle energy. That is like your intuition subtly nudging you. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think to totally pay attention to like those small things and you know, like the, the repeated numbers on clocks, like <laughs> I used to only see that once in a while. Yeah. Um, but now I see it all the time. Uh -huh. And I, I think that's like the universe's way of subtly like reminding you that you're on the right path, subtly mm -hmm. reminding you to do something sudden, subtly, you know, reminding you to think of something, um, that you need to think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like you said, subtly, right. It's usually subtly. not a it's huge not a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find that a lot. Um, because the thoughts are the big things that usually mm. they're like, oh yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just something that takes a lot more of, of your thought. It's like you've created it. Yeah. It's different when it's your intuition or coming from a higher power source. Yeah. I um, used to think really like hard about that because I, I used to feel kind of frustrated. Like why doesn't the universe just push me over the cliff? Right. Like, <laughs> like I wish you would just shove me like in the right direction. Right. But the more like that I have connected to my intuition, the more yeah. and, and that I work with other people, I realize that we are where we are and you cannot shove people in a direction that they don't want to go in. And you may think that you're ready. You may think that you have to go in a certain direction, mm -hmm. but you know, the universe, your spirit guides, whatever it is that, that you believe in is just here to support you when you're ready. And we'll give you those messages when you're ready. But if you're not, it's just, it's not like a force of nature. It's just something really subtle that you have to pay attention to. Yeah. I love that when you're ready and we have, and it comes back to, we all know free will. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we still, we're still a body here on this planet. Yeah. And we can do whatever we want with, with the messages or not. And you're right. You have to be, sometimes you just have to be ready for it because yeah. if you're not ready, even if your intuition is sending you the signals, you're probably not going to do anything about it. Yeah. yeah. It's a <laughs> so process, you know? It is it's a, a process. process of paying attention and allowing it to happen. Yeah. Allowing it to happen. I like that. And that brings us to joy, which you mentioned earlier. I think when you're allowing things to happen, that brings in more joy. Um, and you've said, you know, it, it's really important to focus more on the, the joy and the abundance rather than the fear based thinking. Um, why? Well, I mean, we know why that's important. So what are some ways that you help people find joy? in their life and in their business? I would say really the answer to that is as I help them find joy by helping them to, I hate to say to believe in themselves, to love themselves <laughs> because everybody <laughs> thinks that, you know, that it's so cliche, but the reason it's cliche is because it's the truth. When you feel deeply connected and, you know, proud of who you are and, when you have like that deep inner trust in yourself, then you, you just do find joy. Like everything is more joyful. Your situation can be exactly the same. No more money, no more clients, you know, no, no better of a relationship, you know, no, none of those things, those external things that we all strive for. Yeah. You change the internal condition 
the external condition just looks better. It just looks brighter. It just, mm -hmm. it feels, you know, it feels happier. Yeah. So I, the way that I do that is, is by helping them work on those beliefs about who they are in the way that they see the world, because a shift in like perception is everything. A shift yeah. in perception is all people need to take a different kind of action that will lead them to the external things that they actually want. Yeah. Yeah. So important. I mean, it comes back to mindset again, bringing it back. Mm -hmm. um, mindset, mindfulness. Uh, you're so right. It is about perception. Um, yeah. Something terrible happens and it's, it's not good. Nobody expects you to just like smile through the right. horrible thing that's happening, but there is ways to come out of it. Um, mm -hmm survive it in a good, you know, and still be joyful and me and hopefully even be better because of it. I mean, there are definitely ways to do that without ignoring that something terrible happened. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, things are going to happen and we should feel the feelings and we should, you know, it's, it's important to like appreciate the darkness, appreciate what the struggle, because the more that you do that, the brighter, you know, the light will be, the, the better the, the outcome that you're going for will feel yeah. like people get so ex you know so excited about the outcome and they're always thinking about the outcome the outcome the outcome what people don't realize is the outcome is worth nothing if if you don't experience the journey like the outcome does not have the same value like we have to have both and mm -hmm. the ups and downs are just a part of it yeah yeah beautiful i always say that ashley basically speaks what's in my head. <laughs> so <laughs> I have nothing to follow up on that. That's exactly what I would have said. <laughs> um, so I'm going to put you on the spot because I'm sure that, you know, your life is probably not quote unquote perfect. And oh, not. <laughs> you have, you have some kids and a spouse and a business and a new business at that. Um, so how do you find the quote unquote joy in your life when things aren't going as planned or things are just, life's just happening. I mean, life is stressful, but you cut, you are a very joyful person. So you must be doing something right. What is it? <laughs> it it all goes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it really all goes back to like mental, like mastery. It, it all goes back to what are you doing every single day? to keep yourself happy and healthy because I still have those thoughts. Recently I just moved and, uh, and like I was trying to figure out like, why am I feeling so messed up? Why am I feeling completely unclear all of a sudden? You know, I felt mm -hmm. totally jumbled. I had major imposter syndrome and I was trying to figure out why is this happening? And I was talking to my coach and she asked me about, um, you know, what was your experience with moving as a child? And when I was a child, we moved a lot and mm -hmm. I had a really, you know, household. And so of course it probably triggered something in me, you yeah. know, and, and even just the realization of that, like even just the realization of, Hey, you've been triggered. You're not actually a failure. <laughs> you know, you're not actually an imposter. Um, just the, 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 the realization that, you know, something happened and now you're feeling triggered. It doesn't mean that you should quit everything that you're doing. <laughs> you know, it mm -hmm. just means that, um, you know, you get to 
work through it. And so you have to do things every single day that remind you of what you've created so far, that remind you of why I'm doing this. So be journaling, be doing the meditation, you know, be, <clears throat> be conscious of what you eat. Um, one of the a really, really simple thing that you can do is just keep a list of wins, like keep a list of things that, that you have done that you're really proud of, write them down the moment that you feel really good about it. And when you're feeling like crap, like you're a failure, <laughs> go and look at those wins and, and remember the way that you felt. And, and it's a good way to just remind yourself that this is a journey, you know, you can't give birth to an adult. <laughs> you just, <laughs> you have to take it one step at a time and it's okay. It, nothing, it's not linear, right? It's not linear. It's yeah. up and down and all around and circles and, and valleys and peaks. And we just have to enjoy it and keep our mindset in check. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Keeping the mindset in check because it can get really unchecked and yes. out of control. And a lot of us, especially women, you know, we don't naturally, most of us don't have the ability to put everything in the boxes and compartmentalize mm -hmm. as easily as uh, probably, you know, the guys do. So those, mm -hmm. those, those, uh, thoughts can really get out of control. Definitely. Yeah, if you don't definitely. put yourself in check. And so, yeah, you talk a lot about journaling mm -hmm. and you said, you know, you write down a list of your wins. What are some other, well, especially I guess, intentional journaling. What, what does that mean to you? And besides writing a list of wins, do you have some other pointers? Yeah. So journaling has been huge. It's been huge on my journey and it's been huge. Um, uh, the journey that my clients have had. And intentional journaling is really just that. It's journaling with an intention. So a lot of times we will journal, we think of journaling as just like word vomit, you know, just getting all that stuff out of you, which is good and has its place. And you should do that once in a while. But intentional journaling is like a way for you to to ask yourself questions and to trust that you already have the answers. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's a good way to tap into your intuition, actually. And it's a good way to I think of it as like connecting with my higher self. Mm. So, so you really just ask yourself questions, you know, why am I struggling with blank or what should I do when it comes to blank or, you know, whatever it is, whatever internal struggle, struggle that you're having. A lot of times we, we just decide that there's no answer right now, or we decide that somebody else has the answer. So we spend a lot of time researching we spend a lot of time, you know, looking at other people when we forget just to get quiet and to take that time and space to go inside and answer our own questions. Mm -hmm. And you will be surprised. Like a lot of people, they don't like the idea of taking the time for journaling or they think that they don't have the answers. And, but you would be surprised at like the amazing breakthroughs that you can have and the clarity that comes when you just take a minute to ask yourself, you know, why am I struggling with blank? What can mm -hmm. I do to heal blank? You know what I mean? Mm, so you start out with a question. In yeah. Journaling? Okay. Yeah. Think of it as like you're talking to your higher self. Your higher self has the answers. Mm -hmm. So you're just directly asking her, what can I do here? What can I do there? You know, why is this been this way? And whatever it is, whatever it is mm -hmm. that you're struggling with. And then just allow yourself to answer. Allow that quiet time to sit and write, even when it's hard, even if it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it'll, it will be, it will be like, oh, I'm, what I'm writing doesn't make sense. Or we try to like censor ourselves. Yeah. But just, just allow it all to come out. And, and sometimes, especially when you're feeling stuck, like the best clarity will come. Like that last sentence at the, at the end of the paragraph is like the one sentence you needed to read that mm -hmm. 
helps you feel like, oh, okay, I feel, I feel better about this now. That makes sense. Yeah. So even with intentional journaling though, do you find that people will still, even after writing the question, you'll then just stop and just say like, well, okay, here's the question. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know, or I'm not listening. I can't hear my intuition telling me yet. What's right? There's nothing to write. So what do I do? Just sit here and stare at the question and will it just come? Or do you just start just yeah, in those writing? in those situations, I would even just start writing. I'm mm-hmm. looking at this question. I don't know the answer. Okay. <laughs> this is really making me angry. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to understand. And then and then it started like, well, maybe it could be blank or maybe it could be you know what I mean? Like so yeah. we like we 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 get we be allow ourselves to become paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Like we allow ourselves to kind of fall into that trap. Make yourself right. Make yourself right, even if it doesn't make sense, even if mm-hmm. you're not sure where it's going, and just see what happens. And the, the more you do that, there's just there's no way you're not gonna you're not gonna come up with something that helps you kind of go to that next level of thought and help you make help you feel a little more clear about the thing that you're struggling with. Mm, nice. Okay. I think I'm trying to debate. Do I want to do this? this work thing that I have to do today, or I just want to sit down with my journal. I'm going to, after this, after this call, I'm going to get off and uh, do some meditating and listen to my intuition. Cause right now I just keep hearing, do some intentional journaling. So thank you. Yeah. And And sometimes it's just as easy. Like if you don't want, if you're not struggling with anything in particular, it's just as easy as just asking yourself a question, you know, about some kind of pain that you have right now. Like sometimes we, we have a lot of pain from our parents. So you might say, you know, why did I struggle in my relationship with my mother? You know, just questions like that, that just kind of allow you to heal, allow you to get out that emotion that you haven't allowed yourself to express. Because a lot of times that's why we feel such stress, like in our brain and in our, our bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you recommend that people do intentional journaling every day? Uh, just when they are going I think it's great. Everything? I think if you can carve out 10 minutes a day just mm-hmm. to, to do that, you'll notice major difference in, okay. in a couple weeks. And, and that's what I really used when I was a health coach and I helped clients lose weight. Um, we didn't, you know, I didn't encourage even very much physical activity. I encouraged mostly journaling and meditation and those kinds of things because a lot of the times the clients that I worked with, they didn't have really a physical limitation. It was the, all the emotional weight that they hadn't released mm-hmm. that was allowing them to carry like that physical weight. So yeah, 10 minutes a day, if you do it, you know, five, five, six days a week will make mm-hmm. a huge difference if you're ready for. Yeah. Well, yeah. Five, 10 minutes. That's amazing. That's not yeah. a lot of time, really. Mm-hmm. I think we all can find 10 minutes. Yeah, um, definitely. And um, you, you talked about imposter syndrome and you and I actually have chatted about that um, semi-privately and uh, confidence and all that, all that good stuff. That's something that I know that you are working to help other people with. And that's um, helping to find, help them find the confidence to lead others, especially when they're introverts. Like you, I think you, you identify as an introvert. Do very much yeah. so. And I do too. So yeah, give us some pointers on how to overcome come that. I mean, it's not a, it's not a limitation, really. I I love being an introvert. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's 
it's, uh, it can be a little challenging though. So yeah. What are some pointers to get over that? Yeah. And when you're an introvert, like I, I think sometimes like we limit ourselves with that thought, like, oh, I'm an introvert. I don't like to be around people or, you know, people are not good for me or I have to do things alone. And being an introvert just means that you sort of regain energy by being with yourself. And it's maybe more draining when you are with people. It doesn't mean that you're not good with people. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't connect and communicate with other people. Yeah. Um, I, I had a really difficult childhood and I didn't, it really, the things that I went through really inhibited my ability to speak or to feel like my voice mattered. So okay. that didn't help me as an introvert at all because it just made me go even deeper inward. Mm -hmm. So I think as far as like building that confidence, building like that belief in yourself as a leader, you first of all really have to do the, like the mindset, the wellness work, like we talked about, you have to, you know, do the things that, that make you healthy, healthy and make you happy. Mm -hmm. But aside from that, I think we just get really like overwhelmed with like the big picture of things. Like we think of who we are right now in this moment and we think, oh my gosh, I could never go on stage. Or oh my gosh, I could never do a podcast interview or I could never... I could never, you know, do group coaching, you know, with like five or six or 10 or 20 people. Like I couldn't do that. And we just think of the, these big picture things. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to, to take a step back and to recognize where you are and give yourself a minimum commitment, like make a minimum commitment to yourself, both like in your wellness and in your business. Mm -hmm. Like what is one small thing that I can do today that pushes me outside of my comfort zone and allows me to connect with another person. You know, if, if, if you're somebody who has no wellness routine whatsoever, you know, what kind of 10 or 15 minute wellness routine can I design for myself um, that I know that I can keep, that it would just be absolutely ridiculous <laughs> if I were not able to follow because we all have like that all or nothing mentality. We think mm -hmm. that, well, we have to do these really big things right now, right away, or we're never going to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. And what you have to do is show yourself that you can. And the way to do that is to create a minimum commitment follow that minimum commitment. And as that gets easy and it will get easy, then mm -hmm. you can kind of add to that. And then you can build that confidence and, you know, connect with more people and, and do whatever it is that you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, let's go to connecting with people. If you're an, if you're a big time self-professed introvert and someone tells you that you need to start going out and networking more often, uh, you need to meet people to grow your business. Uh, yeah, what are some? What would be some homework that you would give that person? Hmm. Are you saying if somebody else gives them the advice that they like need? Yeah, to do yeah. Let's just say like they're in a you know in a support group or business coaching group mastermind, and everybody's like, you just need to go out and meet new people. You need to network. Um, what kind of and then they come to you, of course, because they're like, well, I need a personal coach. <laughs> uh, what would you tell them? Yeah. How do they get, how do they get, what's one little, you know, the one little small step that they could make that week or that day? I'm a huge believer in just organic marketing. So okay. really, you know, if, if in person is like too much for you right now, mm -hmm. you know, what about online? You know, could you, could you start you know, writing and posting about things that you care about? Can you send like five people, you know, a message 
in Messenger. Find people who are your friends, not people who are not your friends. That's weird and spammy. But, yeah. <laughs> but can you like, can you reach out to, you know, a couple people who have showed, you know, interest in what you do or, mm-hmm. or one in, you know, because when you, when you want to be a leader, you have to start talking about the things that you care about mm-hmm. and people will be attracted to that. There will also be a lot of people who are who's not attracted to that. You are not mm-hmm. talking to those people. You're just learning to be okay with who you are and what you have to say. And again, thinking about like, what's the least I can do just today? Just take it day by day mm-hmm. and don't let other people freak you out because they will. They'll freak you out. They'll tell you have to do X, Y, and Z if you ever want to get to, you know, whatever. They'll tell mm-hmm. you you have to do things. Yeah. You know, trust yourself. Trust your intuition. Trust that this is a journey and mm-hmm. that you're on a mission and that that mission is supported by your higher power. And just, you know, don't allow yourself to stay in your fear, stay in your comfort zone. You push yourself outside of that a little bit. But, but you know, just take it day by day. What can I do today that mm-hmm. will, that will, you know, help me connect with somebody, maybe help me help somebody. Mm-hmm. And it could probably be just as simple as maybe commenting on somebody's post, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be some big elaborate thing that they have written or mm-hmm. created. You could just probably... Yeah, it could be as simple as going into groups and helping. Like how yeah. to show up in a Facebook group and think, you know, how can I serve people today? Yeah. So, like today, for, that was a good example. Today, somebody was asking about their niche in like this health group that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, I have, I have a worksheet that I, that, I, that I use to help me get clear. Would you, would you like it? And then I just mm-hmm. sent it to them you know? Nice. Nice. And I think in the process of helping others, it helps us gain confidence. You know, when, when we've done something that has impacted somebody else's life, even if it's just a tiny bit, even if it's just like, thank you for noticing (laughs) the struggle that I'm going through, it kind of instantly, you know, that's just like a little like a sweet treat for the ego, you know, which is, which is also can help boost the confidence as well. I mean, the ego yeah. is there for a reason and that that's definitely one of them. That's yeah, the way the it helps way. us. What? I was just going to say the only way to get confidence and the thing you want to do is to do the thing. So yeah. the more that you do that and take those tiny steps, the more that confidence will just naturally build. Yeah. And so here's a tricky question then. So let's say someone does the things and it totally bombs. Like they get really embarrassed. They feel like they totally screwed up. Then they just want to crawl back in their introvert cave and never come out again. What would you say to that person? You know, that's a hard thing and it sucks and it feels terrible. And the only thing that you can really say to that is just that it does. It happens to everybody. Like everybody goes through that um, in order to to achieve the thing that they're trying to achieve. Everybody goes through that. And I always like to remind myself that, you know, people who are masters, people who are gurus, people who have it all figured out, they're just people who have been willing to fail faster. Yeah. So you have to understand you're not like speaking to, you're not speaking to, you're not speaking to gurus, right? Mm -hmm. We're not focused on helping gurus. We're focused (laughs) on helping people who are just a couple steps behind us. Um, so we have to like really remember in our mind and we're human, you know? So when you do mess up, when you do screw up, you know, remember I'm human, you know, if you need to say, sorry, say, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
and say, you know, I wish I would have said that a different way and just allow yourself to, to be humble and to say, yeah, that didn't really go the way that I wanted it to go, but here's my new plan. Yeah. You, you have to be willing to fail and to know that failure is a prerequisite of success. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like that. And it's so true. So true. Success in whatever you're, you're going for, right? Whether it's yeah. A relationship and, success, business success, like you said, weight loss success. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we are just human. Nobody is perfect. Perfect is not even real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And everybody thinks like success is like this straight line up, right? Yeah. But like, it's not. Like it's like up, down, <laughs> up, down. But the point is, is that your, your average is getting higher. You know, mm-hmm. the average success rate is getting higher. So you just have to just have to go with the flow and trust it. Nice. Go with the flow. Trust it. Awesome. Do you have any last uh, words of wisdom or pointers that you would like to share before we close? Hmm. This is the time for your powerful quote. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) Now you got me on the spot. I would just say you have to, you know, stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop, stop looking at what other people are doing online. You know, stop, stop feeling like, you know, this person is doing the thing that you want to do faster. Because even if you're, even if you're taking small, tiny steps every single day, you're going so much faster than the majority of the population on this planet. So just know that, that you were created with a purpose and you were created in a perfect way and the journey doesn't look perfect but the more that you trust yourself you know that's really an advantage like trusting and believing yourself that's the advantage that everybody that everybody's looking for and they just don't know it mm-hmm. so be okay with who you are put yourself you know put yourself out there and whatever whatever it is that you're trying to achieve and work on being the happiest and healthiest version of you because if you do that everything else will fall into place. Mm, Yeah. The relationships, the health Mm -hmm. goals, the business. Mm -hmm. Yes. Perfect. That was powerful. (laughs) So Ashley, uh, when people need a little bit of extra help or they just want to, you know, brush, brush shoulders with you virtually, Mm -hmm. uh, because you're just full of joy and great just wisdom and I love I love following you online. How can other people find you? Yeah, my favorite place is just to connect with people on Facebook. Um, okay. So you can go to, you know, facebook.com slash, I, I have a great last name, so slash A Rainsparker. <laughs> How do you spell that? <laughs> Where you spell it exactly as it sounds. <laughs> it's A-R-A-I-N-S-B-A-R-G-E-R. Awesome. Not Rain's Burger, not Rain's Barger. Rain's <laughs> <laughs> Barger. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. Well, cool. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, some of you may not know this, but uh, I actually met Ashley by being a guest on a podcast that she used to do. Uh, is that still around? No, that's back when I was not knowing what the heck I was doing and just trying different things. <laughs> <laughs> and look at you. You tried something new and yeah, now I mean, it didn't you, the business stuff. So, so that's great. Yeah. 
And now you and I connected. You're now a guest on this podcast. Hopefully she'll be a guest on future podcasts of mine and others. Uh, but thank you so much for being here. It was fun to uh, flip it and be interviewing and chatting, being the lead in this conversation today. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it so, so much. Have a great day. You've just listened to Holistic Healing Connection with me, Amber Cook. You can find out more about me and other holistic healers, coaches, and practitioners at healingways.com. That's healing, W-A-Z-E.com, or on most major social media outlets. If you are a holistic professional and would like to be a guest on this podcast, please go to healingways.com to join. If you have been helped by holistic or alternative medicine, I'd love to help you share your story on this podcast to help inspire others please email us at info at healingways.com with the title podcast guest. And don't forget to come back every week for more holistic fun. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day.